think of the world today, I think of the fact that we have multi-billion dollar industries. The fashion industry is known to be one of the multi-billion dollar mega industries in our society. Next to that, you have the entertainment industry, which is well known due to its artists, its actors, its musicians, and the fact that these are the entertainment meccas and central things that make our world go round. Next is finance. It's not something a lot of people like to talk about, but it's another thing that makes our world go round. We revolve around the stock market. We revolve around um, the way that money transfers from one place to another. And I sat down one day and I sat and I thought to myself, how can I take these things and actually help people? When you sit and you think about our society and we see the mega influencers of YouTube that shot up out of nowhere. You see these influencers that are influential in the media and TV and entertainment stylists so on and so forth and then we look at our entertainers that came out of nowhere but they hustled and grinded until they found their way into the positions that they came into. Music has always been a soundtrack to our lives and this soundtrack has been able to create a fluidity that has created a virality that can create a movement in a moment then there's money that flows in and out our stock market our stock exchange and we see how money flows back forth in and out but what if what if you could take in a moment something that you were passionate about just like these same entertainers entertainers artists fashion designers and influencers and made the decision I'm going to turn that into something how do you turn something that you love into your livelihood how do you make the desire you aspire into the happiness of the success that will fashion the passion for the esteem to live the dream. How do you do that? Well, let me help you. I want to help deliver you through empowerment, helping people that may be lost through fashionable entrepreneurship identify and reset their mind. Break societal, societal beliefs and norms, especially with money, 
and turn your gifts and talents into a lifestyle of purpose, allowing you to create a divinely aligned lifestyle with business, partners, friendships, and even romance, if it's what you desire. Creating a beautiful brand out of you that creates a lifestyle that you love, that will upgrade you to walk into rooms and make the deals that will close the sale. That is what I'm about. And if you're interested in that, stay tuned to see what we have coming for us. Because I'm a little bit of fashion, finance, and just a tad bit of faith with Afrocentric in the mix. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. wake up it's a blessing we lay in bed and we decide to make a decision to start our day what if in that moment in that blink of an eye you made the decision decision to change your life what if I could help you make that decision you get up go out you exercise, you come back, you could have a day that you could plan that could make the difference in your life. What if I could show you the way out of normalcy? Would you take it? What if you could get up every single day and live a fulfilling life? Whether you're working from home or going to work, whatever you decide, it could be your decision. What if? That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to help you, empower you, give you faith, hope, and a direction to help you learn to live your best passionate life and turn that passion into something profitable so that every day you get up you learn to love your life through the desire to aspire happiness to success and fashioning your passion into a way to live your dream. If you're interested in that, come join me at Afrocentric in the Mix. Bye-bye.
Hello and welcome to Afrocentric in the Mix. This is Taj McCameron. Um, today's episode is part of a series. This is the third part where we're talking about relationships and being in and feeling like you're an imposter within your own relationship. We all love relationships. Relationships is the thing that we all strive for. We want relationships. We have relationships with friends, co-workers, and we all desire love at some particular point in our lives. And with that desire, there are certain things that come up that make you fear. I touched on this a little bit in the first part of the imposter syndrome where we talked about how other people see you and how you see other people's version of yourself. As a faith-driven believer of Christ, I believe in the way that God sees a person. The relationship that you have with your, whatever you consider to be your center, my center is God believing in Jesus Christ that's my center and you realize there actually is a relationship there some people would say how can you say there's a relationship with faith and God and all of this type of stuff well seeing as you have to have a balance you have to have the creation of balance in your life there needs to be a created relationship meaning in that moment when you're feeling most desperate most confused most out of order you need to have a relationship. The biggest relationship you need to have is with God. If you don't believe in God, this this part of this isn't for you. It is what it is. But I'm going to say this from my own viewpoints. That I can't make you believe in God if you believe in this, if you believe in that, if you believe in whatever. I just can't speak from what I believe. And I believe in the Lord. I believe in Jesus Christ. And you need to have a relationship with whatever relationship with whatever it is that you believe in. You need to have a relationship. For me, that's getting up, that's praying, that's reading the word, that's um, listening to someone speak on the word, that is going to church, that's listening to church service, that's listening to ministers of the gospel, that's listening to teachings, that is uh, keeping people around me that believe in the word, allowing people that are surrounded in the word to speak into my life. I don't allow people that aren't really into what I'm into really speak into my life that much because I have to be discerning in that and some might say well how can you live if you're only around Christians and so and so because there's the old saying that how can you it's like be a follower of Jesus be no worldly good can I hang around circles with people that aren't Christian absolutely I do it a lot does it make me uncomfortable? Every relationship makes you uncomfortable. When I first became Christian and began to follow the Lord, the relationships around me started to change. The people around me started to change. They, I couldn't even understand why, because people that I got along with no longer got along with me, and it was almost like this heavy spiritual space where there was a weight that sat 
on me that anytime I was around certain people it was an uncomfortable space because the the, the spirit that I had and was operating with it, re- it was rejected by other people but that was because I had a relationship I had a relationship because I I was reading my word I was praying I was in the scriptures I was in love with being in love with a relationship with God and I'm not I never would tell you how to live your life but I'm going to share what it has done for my life and hope that it blesses you and it's through the that as well the assumptions of how everybody else believes and sees and sees God it can make you feel crippled if I allowed myself to um, see people how I believe that they see me through religion or the eyes of religion I would be in one of the most awkwardest spaces because I would feel like I could not share my views and viewpoints because I love God the way I do God is part of my life God is the way that I live my life every single day but that's me relationship well you have to have a relationship with God in order to have relationships and to have order within the relationships around you whatever you worship you have to have a, a, a center point because it's that center point that's going to make the difference in the relationships that go on around you with that being said let's say you're in a relationship or maybe you're not in a relationship but you're desiring to be in a relationship Sometimes you can feel as if you're not worthy enough to be in a relationship that you desire for where you're desiring to go, what you're desiring to do, what it is that you're building, how you're planning to build it, and you desire to be in a relationship that has the weight to carry what it is that you're desiring to build. And sometimes you don't feel worthy of that relationship, which makes you wonder, do you feel worthy of the business that you're trying to build? Imposter syndrome. The imposter syndrome tells you that you aren't worthy. You're not that. You're not there. You haven't made it there. You're not worthy of that person. You're not worthy of getting that. You're not worthy. Imposter syndrome. It makes you want to retreat. And let's say, let's say you manage to attract the person that you're desiring to attract into your life. Because they have, they, they, they meet all the check boxes that you have. But then you end up in a relationship with that person and you actually end up feeling like an imposter because the weight of that person is so much more stronger than what you envisioned in your mind because you created a persona in your head that a relationship is going to be a certain way because you've always seen relationships as one way but when you actually align yourself with the right relationship sometimes it's one of the most uncomfortable challenging relationships that you will ever walk through why because it challenges you to grow and imposter syndrome 
challenges you to stay the same, stay complacent, stay where you are. It it, uh, has a bitter, egotistical side to it that makes you feel like, I got to stay in this specific place because I'm not worthy to be in that specific place because I'm not there yet, so I'm going to stay complacent right here because I'm not ready for that. We pray, women, raise your hands. You pray for marriage. You want to get married. You want to have the kids. You want to have the house. You want to have the 3.5 kids. We'll have Can we ask the question where the .5 children? Okay, what is a .5? There's no such thing as a half a person. Maybe it's just a baby. Who knows? <laughs> Moving on. We ask for those responsibilities, but we never really sit down and we look at the responsibility and the weight of having that responsibility. What is the weight that marriage carries? That means you have to carry that relationship. You have to cover that relationship. You have to pray for that relationship. You have to cover your spouse. You have to cover the children that you have. You have to... Marriage is one of your biggest ministries that you'll ever have because you have to cover that at all points in time. Your finances, anything, that is the biggest thing. And sometimes we have to ask ourselves, are we ready? Are we ready for the responsibility of that thing that we ask for, we pray for, we cried for in the midnight hour, cried tears for because we were tired when we were are we praying for that thing because it looks good or are we understanding the weight of having it because sometimes we aren't prepared for what it is that we're asking for we aren't prepared for what it is that we're praying for we aren't prepared for what it is that we're having to deal with because it's not what we thought it was going to be because you know what a marriage is? It's getting up. It's cooking dinner when you're tired after you've been working all day. It's listening to your husband when your spouse is having a bad day. You really would prefer not to hear anything because you're just in that mode that you don't want to listen. And nobody say nothing to you but you got to listen to their story because it's right to listen to them. You might be angry. You might be mad. You might be in a mood and you may want to deal with nobody. But guess what? Because you're married, you got to deal with them because that's part of being in a relationship is and perfect example. I know a woman dealt with her recently who was dealing with a relationship and I've had to talk her off the ledge a couple of times and she wanted to leave the relationship and I was sitting there saying to her you can't do that you need to sit down you need to pray for that person you need to deal with that person and you need to understand and they would come back to me and say thank you for praying thank you for doing this but they also pray for me because they know that whenever I end up in a relationship when a relationship comes into my life there's a potential that there's going to be issues there's potential there's going to be problems and they pray that I am covered at all times when it comes to me walking into a relationship because they know that the weight of 
being in a relationship, one that really is ordained by the Lord, gonna come with battles that so many battles that you would think that the relationship was straight from the devil because you're fighting, you're fighting off fighting, you're dealing with issues with yourself, you're dealing with issues with them, but a lot of that is growing pains as you grow into the relationship that you're walking into, and a lot of us sit here and pray, oh, I want to be married. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for the moment when you may forget to pray, and then you look up and your spouse acting foolish, and you're like, why is, your, why is my spouse acting foolish? Because you forgot to pray for them, you forgot to cover them in the blood. You forgot to do this. You forgot to do this. You forgot to do that. You you, you didn't cook tonight. You forgot to cook. You, you were so tired. You didn't clean the kitchen that particular day. And you left something that you weren't supposed to leave. And now your spouse is angry at you because it was something so in particular. In particular and now you arguing about it. I was literally talking to a friend of mine. And she was saying, oh, when you get in a relationship, you're going to have some of the dumbest fights. And I'm saying, but dumb fights? relationships are full of dumb fights and these dumb fights nearly end people's relationships and it's like what what is this what why am i going through this what do you mean she was saying something about y'all are fighting about this the side that you put the mayonnaise on in the refrigerator it's like really i ain't got time for foolishness this is what happens and you will sit there and you will cry your eyes out because you love that person and sometimes it won't even make no daggone sense but that imposter syndrome will say but you see this y'all didn't ever find over man why did you even want to get in this relationship you really worthy of this relationship? You sure you're worthy of this relationship? You don't clean well enough. You don't do anything well. Another posture syndrome, which is that ego, which is that little voice in the back of your head that tries to sabotage you and get you to be like, well, I'm done with this. I ain't dealing with this. I ain't not in this. I'm not in this for this. I didn't get in this relationship for this. And then y'all fighting over something so stupid and you ready to break up because ain't nothing really wrong, but y'all ain't really dealing with the real core issues or the fact even worse and it's not even worse it's those moments when the, the person comes to you and they challenge you they challenge you on something you believe your entire life they challenge you on who you are they challenge you on um the way that you believe that things should go they challenge you on the way that you you're observing the way business should be done in comparison with what they know from business that they have done and you're sitting there and you're feeling in your emotions and you want to cry and they they ain't they ain't trying to coddle you because they're like no this is legit if you want this you you get it and in those moments you're sitting there saying to yourself why am i in this relationship because they challenged your comfort zone they challenged what it is that you believed about yourself, about your business, about what have you. Let's not even get to the kids. The weight of being parents, if you're desiring to have children, 
because as soon as you become pregnant, you're dealing with a whole new set of things. You're moody, you're emotional, you're crying, you're this, you're that. And it's one of those scenarios that if you don't have a solid relationship before you get pregnant and start having kids, and you haven't um, seen and came to the understanding of what makes your spouse angry, how they are when they're normal, how they are when they're agitated, crying, what makes them this way, what makes them that way, you'll be in a mood, and they'll get in a mood, and y'all will be fighting like cats and dogs throughout your entire pregnancy, because you don't understand how to communicate to one another or deal with one another's emotions. Wait. The weight of it. The responsibility of it. Are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? Are you ready for the challenges of that? Are you ready to handle life's rejections? Because sometimes it feels like your spouse is rejecting you because he comes against something that you believe for your whole entire life. It's not that they it's not that they're doing it in means in means to demean or hurt you. They're doing it because they're trying to help you. They're trying to be um, the sense of realism and logic in the belief system that was created that you've only known for your entire life and what they have come to understand. If you were if you were a hermit your entire life, you never went out, you never dealt with the world, you were never in the real world, you never had any real life experiences. Then you meet somebody that has been in the real world. They have real life experiences. They went, they've done everything in their life. They've traveled, they've had a business, they this, they that, they that. You're on two different playing fields and they're going to challenge you with the reality of the real world to your isolation of your hermit world and you're going to end up in arguments. Not that you don't love one another. It's just the fact that they had life experience that was different from your life experience and then when you take the two and put them together you come to the understanding that you're going to come into resistance on your end, on their end, because you don't understand the reality of the world and they don't understand your isolation. And even the word says, the Lord will chastise you. But chastisement isn't to to hurt or harm you. Chastisement is to give you a pause, a break, a moment of thought, a check-in point to reflect over, review, gain understanding, come back. Now, two smart people in a relationship that want to communicate and gain understanding will have the points where they'll be like, look, pause. I'm not understanding that. I need a moment with that. I'm not going to be able to answer that question right now. I'm going to need to sit with that for a minute. Blah, blah, blah. But 
You're not going to sit there and gain, sit in argumentative mode because it's just the person, all the other person needs is time to digest what was being said, review it, gain revelation off of it, and then come back. That's the way I process things. Somebody else may not process that. The partner that the Lord sends into my life might not process that that way. But we got to think about these things where we want relationships. Because we can't be like, I just want a relationship. When you ask the Lord for a relationship, when you ask whoever it is you desire to call that you ask, desire a relationship. You have to realize that the first testing ground is the relationships in your life. My biggest issue in my life has been this. It's been the fact that I try to avoid having as many relationships as possible. Do I have them? Yeah. I have family members. I have friends. I have uh, certain things. And all of my relationships end up being tested at certain points. Because when I'm praying for certain things, the relationships get tested. And it's understanding, handling the test, and I see even the people that I deal with, their relationships are being tested. It's not that I don't love them any less. It's not that I don't get under gain understanding any less. It's just you gotta go through tests. And they ain't fun when you're going through tests. Sometimes people will act a pure D fool in the middle of a test and you're sitting up there. Why am I being attacked so viciously? Because you're in the middle of a test. It's a test of your relationship. It's a test of your will. It's a test of your understanding. Sometimes all you got to do is pray it out. You may not need to pray it out with them. Maybe you need to sit with yourself and you need to pray. And sometimes if you're dealing with a specific situation you may need to pray it out in front of them because they need to see that you ain't gonna deal with it because every relationship is a growing point and when you realize that you realize who people are you realize the type of relationship you can compartmentalize which relationships are necessary relationships which relationships are unnecessary relationship who's who the people are that are closest to you who can be close to you who are the people are that are uh, farther away from you and need to remain far away from you because they are they have issues in themselves that can't be around you i heard will smith say this years ago he said you are the reflection of the five closest people to you who do you have around you if you don't have good sound sounding board sound advice people around you praying for you uh, blessing you, giving you advice in certain areas and relationships, you will go through your life blind. And then when you end up in in a new relationship, in certain things, and you're wondering why, why is this? Why is that? Why am I dealing with this? Why am I dealing with that? It's because you weren't allowing yourself to grow in that ugly imposter syndrome decides to rear its ugly head to make you feel rejected through ego through that 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 spirit that makes you feel like you ain't worthy of nothing 
like you shouldn't even be in the relationship and make you want to walk away but if you're going to be a grown adult and you're going to walk through it and you're going to be in it you're going to sit you're going to breathe through it you're going to walk through it you're going to sit down and you're going to work through it check in with yourself see was that conversation necessary were they right were they wrong so on and so forth and with that being said you're going to communicate and you're going to grow the only way to kill an imposter is to grow grow past them gain understanding of what it is that the imposter is creating the walls between you and the thing that you're trying to do or break figure it out crush the ego destroy the wall break down the barrier keep communication open keep yourself open and you will see growth and you will see change and you will see a differentiation I wasn't initially planning to do this episode but I had three points that just came to me and I had to sit down and I had to discuss it but I'm glad that I did because I'm more than certain people have had these issues and it's necessary it's necessary this is where we are these are the things that we need to deal with Maybe, maybe this this pandemic season is a time that we were able to sit down and deal with the imposters that have been ruling our lives. We just didn't know they were there because we were so busy doing other things. So, take an account to the imposters in your life and destroy the assumptions that were created gave these imposters breath life and space destroy them sit down write it down figure out what it is and walk through it because the best way to destroy an imposter is to face reality this is Tajra Cameron Afrocentric in the mix. Stay fashionable, stay financially secure, and I hope to sprinkle just a little bit of faith in you. Love, faith, peace, and blessings. Thank you. Till next time. Bye bye. Hello, and about this show and what we're desiring is we're looking to touch different people, different women in this space of trying to evolve their lives. Maybe you're this woman. This is the somber woman. She has already 
had the other areas of her life. She went through college and dealt with that confusion. And just because she may have a lighter skin tone or the right tone didn't mean that she didn't grow up in poverty because her mother may have been disowned because of relationships, decisions, so on and so forth, or maybe she didn't. She went through college. She found her life, but she had to make it for herself. She didn't want a handout only because she wanted to learn for herself. She would rather have been taught to fish than to have it handed to her on a silver platter she can, so that she can help others. She had relationships and even went through marriage, had children, but because of her strong desire for independence, it may not have lasted because that marriage was stifling her true being. So she's this led to her end of her relationship she raised the kids she kept her head down and kept working until those kids are grown and now it's just her the kids are gone she's trying to reconnect with the enthusiasm she had when she first came out of college to jump back in to connect with people Maybe she's connecting with people in their 20s, 30s, 40s and gaining understanding while giving wisdom in this new technological world. She wants to keep her finances in order, but she wants to learn how to use the finances she has in order to build a business now with her gifts and her passions. She isn't so much into the natural beauty or makeup because either way is just fine for her. She just desires to take care of her hair, skin, and nails. Even when she goes to put on makeup, it's going to be no more than a bit of lipstick and a light bit of foundation because she doesn't have time to spend two hours doing her makeup and dressing. She cares for herself and she carries herself in honor. She desires to be in a community to have relationships with people that are intellectually on the same page as her. If she finds love in the process, she knows that she wants to be with someone that is going to direct her in the right direction or be in the same alignment with where she is going now. Because she's been a wife before and she would need someone that is prepared for where she is going now. Her spiritual center is going to be the church. She loves having that spiritual center and she believes that she's not going to force her belief system on her family, but she's going to give them the information necessary for them to make the right decision but she's going to build the foundation that is what's necessary for her family maybe you're Deborah in the Bible 
you have that essence of you want to be that woman that is in the next phase of her life whether you have a partner don't have a partner but you want to make sure that before your life ends you are building a significant impact in the world in the outer courts in the way that the world is viewing you that before you leave this earth that you have made some type of impact and it doesn't matter either way if you find love or you don't but you're going to carry yourself in honor irregardless maybe this is you but if this is you stay tuned you may be interested in more of what we have this is Taj McCameron from Afrocentric in the Mix that is financially fashionable and just a little bit of faith much love faith peace and blessings to you bye bye this girl the girl that just got out of college she's full of drive she's just stuck on figuring out how to get started with her life she doesn't want to waste her time she's not interested in being in a nine-to-five job unless it's fulfilling and in alignment with where she desires to go in her life right now with her experiences and her career goals that she's striving towards. She feels like she wants to make money and feel fulfilled doing it. She wants to feel comfortable in her own skin, that she doesn't have to change herself to become that person. She wants to know what community is and even find love if it's going to help her move forward and towards her goals she has a free spirit is desiring to be spiritually centered so that her life can reflect what she desires when I think of this woman I think of the Bible character Ruth that she's just starting out in her life and she needs a little bit of direction and that's who I'm here to help I want to build empower and create women that are leaders and influencers if you're interested in that keep listening this is Taj McCameron from Afrocentric in the Mix Love, faith, peace, and blessings. Bye-bye.